0: Do you know what the best type of voice changer is? I don't know, Mark. What, what is it? It's the one where you can't just hear the other person's voice behind it, even when you're stood about two foot away from them.
1: I don't understand this reference. What, what, are, you talk, what are you talking about? Are, are you... What? No?
0: So, you're in Scream. Yes. Um, this, is a spo- this isn't a spoiler for anyone. No. But no. the central conceit is that the murderer uses a voice changer to yes, have the no. very same voice as everyone else yes but yes when you sit in the same room as them you can't hear the voice behind it talking into it like if you, someone's talking into a megaphone if you're sitting next to them you can still hear them talking into it
1: I don't understand <laughs> Well, I'm this sorry. Has been, this
0: has been a successful this beginning just, to the podcast. I I
1: really want to like join in, but there's part of me that's going, what? What?
0: How do you so, not understand this?
1: I, I don't know. So are you saying that it's not very successful because they're in the same room and therefore you can
0: still no, hear I'm the voice? I'm saying it's fictionalised in the, in the screen films, <laughs> is that when someone's doing the voice, and I think most of the time they do it over the phone, Yes. Um, but certainly, spoilers alert for this film, um, they do it when they're in the same room as people, the, the, the screen voice.
1: Because they've got the ghost mask on yeah, and they've got the knife and they're dashing about I, 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 through ignore things.
0: Ignore that bit. But okay. they're speaking through a voice changer.
1: Yes, they are. Yes.
0: But if that was the case, if you had a voice changer now, I could still hear your voice behind it.
1: Yes, I understand that. Whereas yes.
0: I was trying to point out that that doesn't happen in this film, but you okay. kind of run roughshod over it.
1: And, and then I would probably come back with, it's, it's a film. It's a film. <laughs> It'll be okay.
0: It'll be okay.
1: <laughs> Let's just pretend that doesn't happen. <laughs>
0: So scream. Scream, scream,
1: scream, 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 scream. Not scream five. Not scream Just five. scream. Don't know what to call it when I do the when I edit the podcast and have to put a title on. Do I? I call would it put scream. Or I would put I...
0: scream. Would you? That, that being the really? title of the film? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But I kind of want to say like not not that one. So I'll have to put scream and then in brackets. a
0: twenty on twenty
1: one, isn't it? Like I know I, it's a I,
0: pain. I know that. <laughs> I know this film is very meta, and they mm. like they make well, reference. All screams are meta. Yeah, they make reference to the fact that films are. What are they? Rebooted?
1: Uh, Requels. Requels, yes, requ- yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And, but it's really annoying, these films that are called the same thing like as Halloween. the film before. Like Halloween yeah. na- 2016 Well It was 2017?
1: like Halloween H2O at one point. Well, I prefer things like that.
0: Yeah, oh, was, but... that, was, that,
1: was that the twenty Halloween twenty Halloween H two O? Yes, right. I I got that just right then.
0: <laughs> it was a twenty year anniversary, <laughs> was it? Yes, yes. <laughs> I thought it was the day with But water. then it, there was the the requel, yes. so, which took place after the first Halloween, yes. but before, but ignored Halloween two onwards. Oh, right, okay. Which was out a couple of years ago, which is also called Halloween. Okay, this is annoying as well. Yeah,
1: it is annoying. Uh,
0: the Fast and Furious do it as well, like oh, with
1: yeah, yeah, they do. Yes. any
0: any any just combination mm. put fast and furious with any just and words in between particularly
1: it. when they're sort of like trying to forget about sequels that haven't gone particularly well so like it's almost like you' oh we we'll just forget about those yeah we'll, we'll come back we'll just like you say the, there's a sequel to a beloved film that's already had a sequel but we're doing it again that yeah. sort of thing anyway anyway sorry, w- welcome to the podcast hello everyone
0: <laughs> so this is our podcast for the 2022 screen.
1: Oh, and I said 2021 actually earlier, so yeah, scrap that off, it's 2022 (laughs) everyone, happy new year again. So yes, so we've been to see the new Scream, Scream 5, I think we should call it Scream 5 actually, because it's just going to get really annoying when we're referring back to the original, so I'm going to call it Scream 5. We've been to see Scream 5. You went today, so you are fresh off.
0: I'm fresh off. And
1: I am 24 hours behind, so I went to it yesterday. um, You're 24 hours ahead. Am I? Yes. No, I mean, I like going backwards. You know, if we go back in time, then I went to see it. But that's not
0: how time works. (laughs) Thanks, (laughs) You're ahead. Not bad.
1: (laughs) So if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that we have a lovely habit of, you know, going to the pictures at different times. So this is what we've done here. We are now absolutely desperate to have a catch up about Scream 5 what we're going to do is we're going to start with a general roundup of our relationship with the Scream franchise so not going into any spoilers about the new film yeah we may uh, I think well we, we will let's spoil we will the, go into yeah, spoilers spoil we're going to spoil the other films as far as I can remember them love because I can't really remember very much about some of them I've been we're not going to spoil much on. of the yeah. old <laughs> films <laughs> <any. Okay.
0: laughs> I ain't got okay. much either on them but. so
1: yeah we're going to talk about our relationship with the franchise and then we're going to go into our spoiler free thoughts on the new film Scream 5 then we will have a short interlude and we'll come back and we will go for it we will go through everything on that film you came home from the cinema and sort of went can we do the podcast tonight looked at me quite quite eagerly yes probably one of the first things that you said to me when you came through the door because you said you had a lot to say so i'm really looking forward to getting to that part of the podcast where we can sort of pull it all apart yeah but let's start with our relationship with the Scream franchise because Scream came out is it 1997
0: I want to say that 96 no it's it's not it's 1997
1: oh I was right yay yes. thank you for correcting me and being wrong <laughs> so yeah I was 16 you would have been 17 then
0: No, because we're the same age, pretty much. There's about four months between us, honey. It's not
1: like... 16 slash 17 then. So quite an, an exciting age, I think, to be seeing a horror film like Scream. Yeah. Especially because it was written by the guy behind Dawson's Creek, which I absolutely loved.
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah,
1: Kevin Williamson. So he's he's the Dawson's Creek guy. And then you've got Wes Craven, who was uh, you know a, a horror maestro, let's say. Of course, I wouldn't have known that at the time. I didn't really know anything about Wes Craven. I would not have watched horror films.
0: You didn't know Wes Craven at the time? No,
1: I didn't. Not at all. Does this
0: mean you've not seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare?
1: Oh, we've been through this before. Yes, I know. We've been know. through this before. Yes, I have not seen Wes Craven's New Nightmare. But I um, oh no actually at the time because I'm thinking now I've watched Nightmare on Elm Street but I hadn't seen films like that at the time I hadn't seen Halloween I don't think I've ever seen Friday the Thirteenth I realise these are not all done by Wes Craven but no, I'm trying to yeah. say is I am not a horror aficionado aficion- aficionado aficionado thank you darling um, yeah I'm really not a horror fan because I am a great big scaredy cat. But Scream, the original, really, really spoke to me because it was your typical teenage American teenagers. That, that, that point in the 90s and late 90s where you've got your American teenagers. As opposed to all other horror and- films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah but really but ignore you know, the teenage. This is what, I mean, but this is, it really spoke to me at that age, especially someone who's sort of like watching Dawson's Creek and Heartbreak High and all of that sort of stuff. Having the teens of the time in that original film and also marrying it together with this idea of um, commentary on on scary films which at the time, I didn't really, really get, but it taught me a lot about those films. You know, when I mean, you've got someone like Randy, who's meant to be the geek, yes. in you know, in his love of films, explaining all of the concepts. I really loved that about the films. I really loved that. I wouldn't have known the word meta at the time, but I really loved that meta aspect of it. Mm. How about you? Did you? I mean, this you've got to have loved this. This is like. You love anything, with like set in a high school, yeah. you know, thinking in... back to your, your youthful days.
0: Yeah, I mean, so I used to really like the uh, um, Nightmare on Elm Street films. I remember going around to my dad's friend's house and them having one of the Nightmare on Elm Street films on and just falling in love with it there and, there and then. I was a bit scared at first and they were like, oh, should we turn it off? And I was like, no, no, keep on there by the end of it. I think we went to Macro the day after and I <laughs> bought uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2 and 3 on VHS. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a massive, massive aficionado of the genre, Mm -hmm. but I was obviously a big fan of Nightmare on Elm Street, um, as we discussed on a recent podcast, which might become spoilerific, so I (laughs) won't go into it too much. Um, Wes Craven's new Nightmare was like, it was the first sort of meta film that I saw, and I was absolutely all in on this. Scream One came out, and I think it must have come out like four months, four or five months after the US, because I remember. Of the big thing about it is that the person on the poster is Drew Barrymore, mm. yet she is oft in the first scene. Yeah, and I remember that was spoiled before I ever saw it. I never did go to the cinema to see it; I must have seen it on TV. But I think you remember when it came out, and it was like, "Yeah, yeah, you never guess what?" Drew Barrymore's off. you know offed. what?
1: Now that you've said that, I th- I think I knew as well. It yeah. didn't come as a surprise to me at all.
0: Even I mean, even the day before Twitter, I don't know how mm. it quite got out other than just like in the.
1: And, and it's hellier, I think you're right. It's gossip. that um, it's that difference between the American market yeah. and and I was in the, in the UK that there mm. used to be this massive gap. Yeah, I mean, it sounds weird now, doesn't it, when we're getting things on streaming services it's and the dear, dear, and sometimes yeah. we we here in in the in the UK get things before the Americans, which back in the nineties would have been unheard of. And
0: especially especially like with, obviously with time differences, quite often when a big Marvel film comes out, when it's like a day and date release, I'm coming out of a film because I got like a 10 o'clock showing in the morning mm. and I'm coming out and there's just like no buzz on it whatsoever yeah. at this point. I you can't really find a podcast about yeah. it. Yeah, um, Scream 2, I don't think I saw before okay. I saw Scream 3 uh-huh. unless it, like, it might have been on at a party. I've since watched nice. it. But I remember going to see Scream 3 in the cinema um, when I was at Uni and not having a clue who Cotton Weary was. Cotton was, it was like it was this guy with his with, his own, um, yeah, with his own with chat his own show. show. Yeah. And oh, we um, do remember more about the film yeah, than we remember yeah. yeah. But when I was watching the film today I did think like there's not many franchises and mm. I've maybe seen Scream One Scream One a couple of times. I've seen Scream Two and three once or twice each. I've seen Scream 4 once when it mm. came out and never since. But there's very very few like franchises where I can name like four characters. Yes. Um, that appear in multiple films. Yes. Um, whereas I can with this, and yeah. I don't know, I don't know what it is about it. Whether it's just the time it came out mm-hmm. or like the references to Dewey and mm-hmm. Gail Weathers, but mm-hmm. you know, I could name, I can't name f- the characters from films that I saw yesterday, mm-hmm. but I can pick out the names of plenty of different people mm-hmm. from from the f- Scream franchise. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really, really bizarre, and I can't quite understand why it's so ingrained into popular culture. Because it's not really a film that people mention and cite all no, the time, no, you're aside right. from when things come out. Yeah. But maybe it's just maybe it's just the people who are in there. So, like, Nev Campbell was very big for a while. Mm-hmm. Courtney Cox, obviously, yes. through Friends. And then her relationship with David Arquette. Maybe that's just... Put it into or, yeah. into folklore.
1: Yeah, and you're right because those characters do return on a, a very regular basis throughout the franchise. Whereas in other films, I think you know people drop out or they get replaced by other people. Or, yeah. or they're they're killed off in the first couple of films. But I
0: can still remember the name Cotton Weary and that mm. that that troubles me because mm. I don't understand why.
1: Yeah. Oh, maybe because the the names are quite unusual, particularly yeah, Gale, for Weathers like you and... and you and I with our yeah. you know standard names. Whereas when you've got I've got a real um, unusual name, S- yeah. But <laughs> yeah. you know, like. Sydney Prescott yeah. in Gail. There's, there's a lyricism about it as yeah. well and something that's slightly other um, even you know thinking about Dewey I mean like Dewey, Deputy deputy Dewey you know and yeah. the, the, the way it rolls off
0: your tongue or, and hello Sydney. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, the refrain that might be it that might mm-hmm. be it
1: um, do, you, do you remember much about you saying you don't um, you saw two maybe a couple of times, the second one a couple yeah. of times. I really liked the second one because it talked about sequels. Yes. So, and I really liked that idea of, okay, well, it is a sequel. And it's talking about a sequel and looking at that analysis of the sequel and Randy coming back and explaining the lore of the sequel. The that's thing that I, really I liked. liked
0: most about that was the references to the Stab film. Yes. Yeah. Um, that was the thing that really mm. stuck with me, like, and the casting of, like, David Schwimmer and things See, like that. I
1: thought that was three that that came in but did it come in scream 2 i'm pretty sure that i'm pretty
0: sure that scream 2 is the i mean i might be wrong i really might be wrong but because
1: i remember scream 3 was specifically there were cast members like emily mortimer and i'm sure she was playing someone who was in a stab film but it may be that by the time they got to scream 3 they were playing people in a sequel to stab if that makes sense
0: that that would be my expectation Mm, yeah maybe Um, one of them one of them actually has people in it i might have had luke wilson or someone like that but yeah
1: um i mean i I love the casting like you say when you look back through all of the screen like some of the people have gone on to really big things some of the people were just very much at the, the start of their career and and then others just completely faded away
0: yeah and then obviously it launched so many different so many different franchises so it Really, it launched... I know what you did last summer. Mm-hmm. It launched Urban Legend, which i, I actually... I loved
1: Urban Legend. I loved Urban Legend well. really sc- I remember it being really scary.
0: But there is re- a really, really bad... Um, there's a really bad, like, reveal at the end and some really overacting. Is there? Yeah, oh, okay. In my mind, really anyway. I
1: can't remember. It was... Um... Was the Fonz in Urban Legend? Do no, I that funds The Fonz right? was in Scream. Oh,
0: the Fonz was the oh. um, headmaster in Scream One.
1: Oh, was he? So Henry I'm Winkler. very confused. Sorry, is they, just do, the Fonz blend to me. they yeah. do blend into one another? They do blend into one another, definitely. Yeah, something, something has crossed wires in my mind with that. Then, well, there we go. So, Scream Four, then just to just to tie it up. So, I bought Scream Four on DVD without having seen it at the cinema and I was really excited to watch it because I love this idea of one, two, three. you know. I yeah. really like a franchise, particularly when the first couple of films are pretty good, in my, yes. in my view. And it hadn't really, really trailed off into madness by that point. Screenfall, I watched it once and then I sold it on eBay because I just... It just was a bit nothingness. Do you remember much about it? it, it?
0: uh, The most I remember of it is it was on the shelf when we got together. Uh, Um, But yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the cast now and there's a hell of a lot of people in who've gone on to a lot of different things. Yeah. So like, if if I tell you who's in this, so Lucy Hale's in it.
1: Lucy Hale okay well I, you've lost me there already because I don't know who
0: that is uh, Lucy Hale she's I think she made her name in Pretty Little Liars but uh, she's in it. she was in Fantasy Island that was out the other day out the no, other year no, no I, remember I watching watched it, it. Okay. Yeah.
1: so the the main per- before you give me a list the main person I remember is Emma Roberts Emma Roberts is in it Yeah.
0: Uh, Alison Brie's in it yes
1: I mean who, yeah it makes sense doesn't it yeah. Roy Culkin's in it I remember that oh really yeah uh,
0: Kristen Bell's in it mm. Anna Paterson And and some of these might just be people who were off.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I, I I don't remember disliking it, but it was very forgettable. Yeah, watched it once, and then
1: we got rid of it. Yeah, we we couldn't keep hold of it, did we? So, and I remember at the time it was trying to say to, and I think like all of them are they're trying to say something about. Um, well they're trying to do social commentary so the Scream 4 was very specifically about social media and the rise of the influencer and people oh, um, okay. I, that makes I don't sense. know if it really was influencer by then because it was only 2011 I think, was Scream 4 2011? Am yes I right? it was, yeah. yeah so I don't think it was quite there but it was talking about YouTube and, and the rise of social media and the use of social media and people filming themselves so I remem- remember that being a, a, you know and I like stuff like that but yeah I didn't revisit it.
0: Okay, so,
1: <laughs> bringing it up to date. So yeah, 2011 and then 2021 slash yeah, obviously it's come it's out 22. this year. Yes, I know, but you know, it was filmed in in 21. Okay, so the latest scream, the requel. Do you want to go first and give me your spoiler-free thoughts on the latest in the scream franchise?
0: I think I enjoyed it. Um I have issues with the put how it's put together at points. I think the problem with this film is, well, I think it's a piece of piss to uh, write these films <laughs> because if something's a bit cheesy, you can go. It's just a reference to like seventies cheesy horror, and there were bits where I just thought, oh, this doesn't work. There's someone who in the cast who I think is out of their depth. Mm. It was nice to see the people come back again. I don't think it's any spoiler to say that a lot of the people who were in the the three remaining um, legacy characters come mm. back in this. Um, I don't remember. There are clearly references to characters in other films which I didn't get in the slightest. Okay. So that passed me by. Um, I liked the people. I think some people were really good in it um, and people that I like in other things really shone through in this. But I think there were some people who it just have tried to do emotional moments and it doesn't work. There is a bit where I Actually, laughed out loud, um,
1: which you weren't really meant to. No, I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. We might go into that later.
0: Yeah. Well, um, overall, I left. I left marginally happy with it. Um, I think a lot of what I want to say is spoilerific. Okay. There is, but yeah, I I think it doesn't disgrace itself, which mm. a, a, which a film. Fifteen? Oh no, twenty-five and it, and years after the original. It's
1: getting really good reviews, and it's getting, yeah. I think it's doing. I know you know you, people who listen to the podcast regularly will know that you normally have all the stats, and you probably haven't had a chance to look it up nope, yet. But not at all. it's doing really well at the box office. Oh, okay. And yeah.
0: My screening was pretty empty.
1: Yeah, but we went. We both. Mine was I went as well. went on Saturday afternoon. Oh, mm, okay. You but know, like I know the it's night big... times a bit more. When we were, I was looking at like the app where it shows you how many seats are taken and things. I went on a Friday afternoon, but then as soon as it hit five o'clock, six okay. o'clock, it looked busier.
0: Okay, fair mm. enough. Yeah, um, I I didn't hate it, and I left.
1: A... Did you think you were going to hate? Did you? Were your expectations very low?
0: No, yeah, I was prepared to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. To let me put it that way. So, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna phrase it in a way which is spoiler free. I think with a film like this, it invites you to take guesses about who it's going to be. And yeah, it is.
1: It's a who done it. Yeah,
0: but it, it actively... I think this film actively says, like, oh, is it this person? Or oh, is it not? Oh, is it this person? Or oh, is it not? Don't you
1: think all of them have done that, to a certain extent? And maybe we're not remembering it.
0: Well, maybe. Maybe. I so For me, the person who did it was kind of irrelevant. Mm-hmm. I think it's the explanation of why someone's doing it is where this film is going to live and is going to... Succeed or fail, and I, I wasn't disappointed by the explanation. Oh, right.
1: So it was. Yeah. The explanation was. Okay. I thought you were going to say that you thought it didn't work, but that's no. interesting. Okay. So yeah,
0: look, I'm happy I saw it. It was. Mm-hmm. I, I think it spoke, it's about. Ah, it's 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 somewhere between three and four, mm-hmm. three and a half stars for me. Mm-hmm. What did you think?
1: I really liked it. You okay. might have picked up on that from me going, but what about but this, but yes. that, and yes. giving all yeah, the. Yeah, but, but what about this? What uh, about this? Yeah, I really liked it. Now I went in with higher expectations because I'd heard on the grapevine. I don't know where I'd got it from because obviously I went the day it came out. Mm. But something had, had uh, sort of had seen something that suggested that people the murmurs around this were pretty good and that people were saying you know it's one of the better sequels and like you say it doesn't disgrace itself so when I went into it I wasn't thinking oh what am I gonna see here and I think I'd already seen the trailer as well and the trailer had made me go "Mm, okay this doesn't look quite so bad but we know trailers can lie so Matrix Resurrections (laughs) but you know you go into it but I did have a slightly higher expectation I thought oh okay you know am am I going to be really disappointed here now I am going to mention The Matrix here, just to sort of give colour to my point. Yeah. When I went to see the the latest in The Matrix franchise, the meta-ness really put me off, and I felt it was overblown. This film absolutely overblows the meta-references, but I lived with it much better. I... I sort of dealt with it in a happier place. I enjoyed them. It was more, like you say comedic. It was laughing perhaps when I shouldn't have been laughing, but also laughing when the film wanted me to laugh. There were a, a number of things that they, they do, which referring back to the older films, where they're talking about the way that films work now. Yeah. And at first I was a bit like, oh, they're mentioning sort of films that are... Newer, but um, of course that's you know what the other films of the franchise yeah. were doing, and it's just bringing it up to date. I found it to be very clever. I thought it was made by people who had a real love. For the other films, there were a number of references that I got that you, I don't think you would have got. And Carrie, I know you're saying that. Don't give me that face. Sorry, Mark's, Mark's looking really indignant. But you're saying that oh, you didn't know who these certain people, and I remembered people from the other films. Okay. And I noted a few things that I thought oh, yeah, they're they're referencing back to Scream Four. They're referencing back to Scream Three. I love the Who Done It element. I spent the first half of the film just sitting working through all of the characters I thought I had it sussed um, and I was wrong and, <laughs> and and that was good because you know with these things it's you can kind of go oh yeah if it's going to be that then it kind yeah. of like I don't really want it to be that so yeah I really enjoyed it when I've um, there was one massive plot hole which we'll talk about when we get to spoilers that absolutely did mind nothing and I spent the entire film waiting for something to be put together and it never came I agree with you that there are people in this film that shine, and I'm talking about the newer characters. I think the older characters do a beautiful job. I think they're the heart of of the film. Yeah. But the newer characters, there are certain people who who sadly do not stand up to the legacy. You know, yeah. the, I think it's an enviable position to be in when you're up against the you know characters that we've known for a number of um, a number of years many, many years now, if you think about it, keep thinking like, oh, the first one only came out five years ago, but it's like the 90s. And then there were other people within the cast, I thought, why haven't they given them a bit of a a stronger through line? Because when I've looked them up afterwards, I've realised that I know them from other franchises, I know them from other TV shows and films, and I think they shone far greater than the other people who they put at front and centre. So I think there was perhaps... If we'd moved the casting around a little bit, it might have been better. I, I could recast in a number of ways. But I really enjoyed it. I just had a really fun time. And when it ended, I just sort of went... I'm not thinking about that, f- f- you know, through the night. I'm not going to be waking up, you know and analysing it to a great degree, but there are moments in it that have stayed with me. Mm. There were, um, I found it scary, but you know, I find everything scary. And I just had a really good ride with it, notwithstanding, I think there are issues, as you have explained.
0: You know how I have a habit now of coming up with a theory halfway through a film and uh-huh. then realising that every single bastard in yes, the world yeah, has done yeah, that? Yeah, 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 I've yeah, got yeah. I can go one better on this. Okay, go on. So the film that reminded me of halfway through was Ready or Not, which is a film that I saw a couple of oh, years you, ago. Oh, you
1: can beat your usual. Yes, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then yeah. the
0: credits rolled. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I recognise those two names. And yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, it's... Directed by the same people. Mm. Um,
1: I remember you going to see that and telling me about it. Because you went to see the film. Um, without me, I was busy somewhere else. And you text me. I remember you text me to tell tell me that I should go and see it.
0: Yes, still haven't, have you? No. <laughs> no, no. It's a lot of fun. It's a how, lot how of fun. Who's it got
1: in it? Who's it got in it? So
0: it's um, Samara Weaving. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm. Adam Brody's in it. Oh, um, and he
1: was in one of the earlier screams as well. Was he? Yeah, Adam oh. Rodey's in
0: it, yeah. Uh, Henry Zerny's in it. Oh, lovely Henry Zerny. Uh, Andy McDowell. There's a lot of people okay. who are having a lot of fun but in But yeah,
1: them. directed by the same people. Yes,
0: yeah. So mm. that's why it reminded me of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel quite similar <laughs> to looking at that, going, oh, it reminds me of that. But yeah, it's a, lot, it's a fun horror, and I think a lot of the action in this clearly reminds me of it for mm. a reason. Yeah, but done. But yeah... I, I'm, I'm happy, but I think we need to go into spoilers. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Do you want to play the trailer just to I, yeah. uh, put a barrier for people to turn <laughs> off? Hello? It's happening.
1: Three attacks so far. Do you have a gun?
0: I'm Sydney Prescott. Of course I have a gun.
1: Something about this one just feels different.
0: Samantha? I'm... I know who you are.
1: I've been through this...
0: a lot. This is your life now, which means that whoever this is is going to keep coming for you. You ready? For this? Never.
1: There's certain rules to surviving. Attacks were all on people related to the original killers. Whatever his link is to our
0: past, it's pulled us all back here. And I won't sleep until he's in the ground.
1: Okay, so spoilers from here in. You have been warned. We are going to spoil this film to the nth degree.
0: So go on then. Who is slagging off first then?
1: Um. Oh, it's so hard, isn't it? Because, like I say, it's an an enviable position to be in to go up against Neve Campbell, who's created this character of Sydney Prescott, and you know she was the final girl and all of that sort of thing. But I just felt that the character that clearly was meant to be the new Sydney, uh, Billy Loomis's daughter. And you know what? I This is how bad it is. I can't even remember. Is it Sam? Sam. Yeah. It's a man that obviously Carpenter was her surname and that's what I remember the most because that's clearly a, a reference. Oh, I never uh, even got that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Loomis as well. Loomis is a reference to one of the... Um, one of the older films, I can't remember what it is because I never saw them, but I know that there's a Loomis um somewhere. So they're always making references to the the past films. There's Elm Streets in Yes, there's a it, sign. Some, yeah, yeah so all yeah, of that yeah, was yeah. in yeah. I I just felt that they had bitten off more than they could chew. And do you you know when you were saying the emotional moments yes. weren't sold. Yeah. That's how I, I felt there was almost like a pane of glass between us and her And she's got a stunning, stunning face. Yes. But I didn't feel anything coming from it.
0: Yeah. So I I felt it was quite one note. I saw earlier, well, sorry, last year now in In the Heights. She's one of the female leads in there. And I actually, on my way back from the cinema, I went and put on my review of In the Heights Mm -hmm. to see what I thought of her in there. And I think it was, she was massively underserved in 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 the Heights
1: Okay. Um, so there wasn't much to go on wasn't
0: much to go on I mean she's a great singer she's a great mm-hmm. dancer but she's largely a, a, a foreign language actress like mm. a Spanish act- a Spanish language actress mm-hmm. Um, and you know like I think there are points where she is trying to explain everything that's going on and it's very one note for me okay. um, I, like I, I hope she's got a thing ahead of her because I think she's got a presence
1: yes I agree <laughs> and that's why I think the if you're going to be the new Sydney Prescott yes that comes with so much baggage yeah. and I just don't think it, was, it, it wasn't it. was sold enough yeah. to me
0: I mean alongside her is the guy who plays Richie, uh, Jack Quaid oh, I,
1: I thought he was amazing
0: I I mean he is in The Boys um, okay. and I love him in The Boys I
1: didn't know he was and I'm, I'm going to come on to talk about the cast because a number of them have famous parents yes. so obviously Jack Quaid who plays Richie the boyfriend yeah. is the son of Dennis Quaid and, and Meg, Meg Ryan. Ryan. Yeah. And he has such an interesting face. At one but when I didn't know who he was, I thought they were really riffing off the idea that he was like Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Okay, so obviously i got yeah. the Dawson's Creek reference because of the the older films. Yeah. And also the at one point the younger the younger um siblings yes, watching, Sam. Dawson's, it's watching Creek. Dawson's Creek. And I don't so, realise yeah. that when you say um, the reason and why And I thought he really, really he was like a Joshua Jackson and therefore and also, also a bit of a Matthew Lillard as well, in that he's had that he got that really malleable face. Yes. So at one point he can look really, really innocent and hurt, and the next minute he can look quite maniacal and you think it's him. Yeah. I think he's amazing. Yeah. I really, really liked it. He, he very he, compelling. His
0: charisma really stands out. Yeah. I, I think with the with the boys, and obviously you haven't seen it, at no, all I've No, lovely. I
1: know you've talked about it there a are, lot on the podcast.
0: There's a lot of superheroes, and I am bored when they are not on screen, mm-hmm. unless he is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's part of another group who are fighting against the boys trying to expose them. And he is the only good thing out of mm-hmm. it. He's got a relationship with one of the boys, um, female yeah. boy. Um, and that really works. And she's kind of like the agent on the inside. But yeah... Um, yeah, I
1: he's got something of the um oh whom I think all I can think of is the shining. Is um who's who's the really, really famous actor from The Shining? Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. He's got something of the Jack Nicholson's about him, so all I can think about was um yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think he's and I think that's what I mean by the malleable face and the you know, the eyes and Yeah. I don't think he's classically good looking if you think about other love interests from these sorts of films, like your Freddie Prince Jr.'s you know the the people who look okay, very much yeah. like yeah, almost like your Ken doll type of. Yes. Men that they, they put into these films. Mm. I thought he had more going on in terms of his face, the way he looked, and I really, I really enjoyed him. And yeah. I loved that. Is it him? Isn't it him? Is it? I thought yeah. he played that one wonderfully. Because he you must know as an actor that people are going because they actually you know they reference it in them. Of course they do. They say, Oh, it's well, it's gonna be you, isn't yeah. it? Because you're the love interest, you've only known him for six months, blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, and still I didn't think it was him.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, did I. I thought, yeah. I mean, I loved I also loved to see um the girl who plays mindy
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: um i'm trying to find her name her
1: name in this oh it, her name yeah. in, is it it's with jay uh,
0: jasmine jasmine Savoy brown
1: last last night yeah
0: and you know where I we know, know her, her from. She's from the leftovers yes She's young
1: evie from the leftovers the little, like the, the quiet girl with the glasses yes who yeah, dis- yeah spoilers, yeah, dis- yeah. spoilers <laughs> for the leftovers yeah. but she disappears halfway mm-hmm. through
0: yeah um yeah i like i think she she was so much charisma in it oh yeah and that's
1: when i thought you know who would be a better sydney prescott lookalike
0: her Her. yeah she
1: really stood out to me and so much so that i thought it was her and her brother because they were twins and because there's always two I genuinely thought that's who. it was. I thought I'd worked it out, I thought it was dead clever. She's the one that love. You know, they. She loves the film. She stands up. She does the Randy sort of bit where she, you, yeah, it's a recall. This is what we yes. want. This is what the fans want. The fans want this. And I thought, oh well, they're the, fa- the film fanatics, aren't they? Well, she is. I don't think the brother is quite so much. I thought they, they just want it to, and maybe to get, because um, obviously they are. They went the the person, the killer. Went after um, Stu's nephew. So, Stu from the first first film, played by Matthew Lillard. Yes. They went after his nephew, who's called Vince, in this, that, who's meant to be someone's ex boyfriend, <laughs> you know, just random person who shows up. Yeah. And, and it's meant to be like a red herring, but you, it turns out that he is connected to the original colours at some And I thought, all oh, right, they're going after those people because of, you know, Uncle Randy got killed and all of that sort of stuff yeah but that turned out to be total nonsense (laughs) for me but you know who the brother is you know who who his dad is no if i tell you his name is his surname is gooding
0: oh is it cuba gooding's son
1: but he's not a junior and it really really weirded me out i was like why is he ju- I was looking at him? Up and I'm like, why is he not called? I think he's called Mason. Mason Gooding, yes. that's right. why is he called Mason Gooding Jr.?
0: Well, <laughs> oh, like, oh no. honey.
1: Because I'm so used Let to me explain saying it how, a, like uh, yeah. Cuba Gooding
0: Jr. Yeah. and
1: yeah. Um so yeah, he's the son of um Cuba Gooding Jr., funnily enough.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean Yeah, I thought they yeah. were
1: both really good. Um, she obviously stand out, but yeah, I liked him as well.
0: Yeah <laughs> I mean, Mikey Mikey Madison is that the plays is Amber. It Amber? Yeah, mm. I mean I know her from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm. She's got a small part in that. She
1: she I I saw that last night as well. Sorry, I looked at all these people up last night and yes. I thought, oh, she's quite Tarantino esque in that she looks very different to the other yes. kids. She looks younger. Yeah, she's got more not sass, but there's just something. She's dark, darker, and yeah. I mean that in not in terms of what, the way she looked. I mean that in terms of the her attitude and her her personality is very yeah yeah there was mm. such, she, she didn't quite match the others I
0: totally agree she's got a very interesting she looks like the sister of uh, Ezra Miller
1: Yes that's amazing yeah. They,
0: they could be cast as like yeah, brother yeah, and sister yeah, I think they yeah. work really well together yeah. but yeah um
1: And so but, she stood out for me at the beginning and also the fact yes. that she was like the best friend who was a bit clingy and and you know the Something I think. Well, I read last night on a on a synopsis of this, and see if you get this. That she was written in in the synopsis as the sister whose name completely escapes me. The younger sister. What was her name? I know she's played by someone called Ortega, but I couldn't. I can't remember what the name of the sister is. Is Sam and what's her sister called?
0: Um. Tara
1: Tara Tara right so it said that Amber was Tara's ex-girlfriend now I didn't get that at all so I don't know whether I've just completely missed something and that would make sense in that she was very very clingy and she was you know wanting to talk to her and she was having a go at Wes who used to be the lover but then she was always Wes bothering you and I just didn't get that at all
0: Amber was Tara yeah yeah ex-girlfriend,
1: yeah, ex-girlfriend.
0: The friends at the beginning, just the, yeah, just that, like I think that's just, what I, I thought. thought I took them as just being best friends.
1: That's what I thought, and I took Amber to be going out with Jack Quaid at the end. I took that to be a romantic relationship between the two of them, and not to say that she can't have romantic relationships with lots of different people, but do you know, do you, I just it just didn't pop yeah. out to me at all, and I didn't know whether I'd missed it, but it looks like you hadn't picked up on that. No, either, no, not um, at all. So, yes, I thought she was from the beginning I thought oh it's her because <laughs> she's just so different from the others and then I kind of forgot about it which is good that's what the film wanted me to to do
0: mm. so my problems with it are mm. I think it I think there is a fine line between being cute with your references and somehow just going oh for fuck's sake like there is a scene where there is a scene where Wes
1: named after Wes Craven
0: yeah oh oh I, oh okay yeah. yeah didn't get that yeah where's? Uh, yeah yeah
1: where's elm street where's
0: is like getting ready for for dinner and they do oh, he's in the shower no 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 he's getting like the plates out and stuff like that okay. and they play the two things where he's opening a door <gasps> in in front of a doorway and they yeah. play the play the music yeah and i'm like okay the first time he's quite cute the second time i'm like
1: no no i was terrified i couldn't look Something's i think behind it's behind the fridge
0: i think it's just a cheap I, oh i think I the don't first like one it. the first one worked really well and was funny the second time i think it's just a cheap trick and i know they will say oh we're mm. making we're making reference to the horror tropes i don't think it works with all i that. thought
1: they were building and building tension until the final final point
0: point. and similarly i think there were there's reference when she's coming on saying oh yeah i really like like um
1: what's the word they use
0: for the horror films
1: Oh, um, elevated horror! Elevated horror,
0: mm. like the Babadook, like the Babadook who gets mentioned a lot. Like yeah, the films of Jordan Peele and mm-hmm. things like that. I really liked that that, sort of, that reference. Mm. Um, and we'll come on to the we'll come on to the conceit at the end of it, the mm. twist and the motivation. But just little bits of it, just it just became like, oh yeah, we can get another reference mm-hmm. now. We can get another reference now. Okay. Oh yeah, don't go down the stairs. Yeah, we did this like five films ago. Yes, but I quite, I
1: quite like that. But, yeah. it's nostalgia once
0: every now and again is yeah. fine but you know when like when Richie's going down the stairs and like oh yeah, yeah we're going to repeat these points that we just mm. had a couple of minutes ago
1: okay yeah okay I get that
0: um, what I really liked is I really liked the motivation of toxic fandom I don't know if that's going to work for people who aren't (laughs) movie as big a movie fans as us, and they're like, "What does it it mean?" Yeah, Mm. like don't like aren't interested in the movie internet community. Mm. And I know that like there are people like they don't listen to podcasts where they talk about what's happening with Suicide Squad or or Justice League or the Last Jedi. And I really liked the reference to uh, Ryan Johnson directing. Green Eight, is it? eight yeah. yeah, obviously the reference to him, mm-hmm. yeah, to his the reception of his work for yeah. the Last Jedi.
1: I understand that he, because I think he's thanked in the credits. Okay, so I understand he's absolutely in on that joke.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Scream looks amazing with a yeah. ghost face with a, with a flamethrower. And
1: it's too nice and
0: things like that.
1: But yeah, it's a really interesting commentary, isn't it? Of, of the fans saying, I don't like the the work that you've put out. So we are going to redo it. Or we are going to petition for the film that we want. Yeah. And it used to be, like, sort of back in the day, that those these things have always happened. People have always said, oh, that's not what I want. I wanted one that looked like this. But I don't know whether social media has, has given people a, loud, a louder voice and an ability to talk to the filmmakers and an ability to
0: I think it's also, really
1: be hurtful. And...
0: I think it's also given them like a crowd so you can mm-hmm. find people on your... If you're the sort of person who is willing to abuse a cast member or a filmmaker for a decision they made in good faith as part of a film franchise that you adore. Like, maybe your mates, like, are also annoyed but they're not maybe the sort of person who's like yeah okay it was disappointing yeah. however you can find easily find other people via a hashtag Community. who yeah. will join you in your little um war against
1: and then that voice gets yeah. louder and louder uh, yeah, and yeah uh, exactly
0: mm-hmm. it's a vocal minority yeah. and they've given these people a voice and and people to who agree with them yeah. are easily found mm-hmm. um yeah i mean i, th- I find it really interesting oh, Part of the way through the film I was thinking, why have they made this film? Because it just seems like there is not a lot that that had progressed at that point. It is just almost a remake where they are there's people going, people are dying, but I now see that there are people who have they've probably looked at what's happened with The Last Jedi and Justice League and have decided to write this based on this and that's why that's at the end of the day that's why I give this a pass mm-hmm. um you know I'm still annoyed by the fact that like someone can be in a hospital with no people in whatsoever when the lights yeah, go out yeah
1: yeah and and also my big plot hole of the thing is yeah where's our mother where's our yes. mother I right? was sure this
0: was going to come yeah. back like, and
1: or the dad that left them yeah. Um, like you would imagine, if your child has been stabbed multiple times, yes. even if you were a, an estranged father who left, yeah. you would think that you would come come back and see that, you know, the sister, who is yeah. estranged, who's gone off for, you know, five years, yeah. she comes straight in. She's in the hospital all the time with the staff sort of knowing she's in there. She's not next of kin. No. Where's the mother? There's a, um the, towards the end, there's sort of an off-camera reference to the mother being off-drunk as she normally, like, something about her being a drunk, which again is, I don't know whether that's like a super, super meta-reference because Sydney Prescott's mother was... Tainted within the community as being a drunk and someone who had, in inverted commas, loose morals. Well, they set that up one. early
0: on because right. when Ghostface first calls her, she's, say, she's saying, "Oh no, from her group," and she's like, AA uh-huh. But then there's also reference that she's in London.
1: I forgot about that. Oh, is um, there? I, I right. think there's reference.
0: She's at, like at a conference or something like that in London. Right. So,
1: I mean, I didn't get that.
0: Yeah, the, I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that she is in I London
1: wish they had at some done, point. I wish they'd done that because I'm I've been looking out for it. I wish they yeah. did it in um, maybe they felt it was a bit too sort of look at the camera. The mother's not here. Also, I just wanted to know who it was. Yeah. Like, I we felt sure that this them? was going to be someone
0: who would yeah, come back and I was that's like what
1: I thought. am uh, my mind, for the I'm, moment. Like,
0: I'm not sure that I'm going to recognize yeah, who this that's what is. i was thinking. But yeah, I would definitely work because I don't know who it is. Unless it's first, Emma Roberts. So,
1: yeah, for the first 20 minutes I was thinking, "Oh, these are Gale Weather's kids."
0: I thought I thought I but thought...
1: then I remember she didn't have, you know, with Dewey yeah, and she didn't have yeah. any. But it's like, it's someone who's clearly really into the franchise that they've come after these kids for a reason with the door locking devices and all of that sort of stuff. I don't know.
0: You see, I thought for a long time, and I was rolling my eyes at it are they going to make Sydney the killer? Mm. Because she does not appear on this till the last act apart from one scene where she's pushing she's running pushing a push chair yeah and Mark is in the background is Mark
1: in a previous film? Mark is the detective from Scream 3 played by Patrick Dempsey so that's I didn't remember that at all that is me again Looking at Wikipedia okay. and also think, right, okay, they're gonna they're making reference to other characters, so I'm presuming that the he appearance. I don't know. Four? I don't think
0: so. so I know that that in s- is it Scream Three or Three Scream Four where she's running a helpline at the beginning. For, for help,
1: Yes, I think that's Scream Three. I think Scream Four. She's like writing. Oh, my well, Scream Four. I think she's writing like a self help book. So that could okay. be that could be it as well. But yeah, anyway, I think that's meant to be. He's too
0: old for her.
1: He's not, is he? Patrick Dempsey. How is he? I don't think of Lindsay. I,
0: she's
1: not like she's not seventeen anymore. Of
0: uh, okay, so he's seven years older than her. Yeah, it's she's not too old. For no, her. no, no, no. Are you
1: think he's like really, really old? I, really I think young? of
0: them as being two very different generations. <laughs> okay, well they're not. Which I think because I think of McDreamy okay. <laughs> coming in. Like I feel that when she was a teenager. He okay. was coming in playing a doctor. Like an older, but yeah, But that's probably, there's probably like a but good no, five years between the a two. a teenager and...
1: and she's probably in her mid-twenties. But so. he
0: was in, he was like around in the 80s. So yeah, he was, he was born 66, she was born 73.
1: Okay. <laughs> what an insight.
0: Yeah. So I, I, yeah, I think she feels like a teenager in Scream, whereas she's probably in her mid-twenties. That's what I've just said. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. i
1: literally just said that. Yeah,
0: well, I was try- still trying to do the maths at that point. So, uh,
1: Yes, yeah, so I think think that is him because we haven't seen anyone. And, and Dewey knows about him. He asks about Mark and the kids. I just thought they were about me. I, t- I tell you who I really, really loved in this film, and that is, um, and he said Patricia, David Arquette. <laughs> David Arquette. He looks really well.
0: Yeah, everyone's saying, like, oh, yeah, you look. Um, yeah, I'm yeah, like.
1: But- He looks brilliant, he looks really well, he looks really fit, he looks really healthy, he looks, um, he, he played the role really really well, you can see that world weariness of him, you can see that thing of someone who's left his job. He, they apparently moved to New York with Gail and he hated it there. He wanted to come back to his, you know, he's living Hitted in his that caravan. that exposition discussion yeah, between know, the two I know. of them. I did as well, but I knew. I know I'd they do needed that, to yeah. do
0: it, but they could have um... done
1: it. So they could have done it like with him on the phone to Sydney or something. So, oh, 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 just yeah.
0: yeah, but it, it did just sound like
1: it was. Oh, look, we then you and you didn't, and I left in the middle of the night, and yeah, it was
0: yeah.
1: But you know, it, it these things happened, don't they? i just thought he played such a wonderful i thought all that like i said in the 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 original when i said in the pre-spoiler i just felt all the heart came from there and when he died i was really really sad
0: i'm i'm quite angry that they did that to be perfectly
1: honest and i know what you feel like in this film i thought all three of them were gonna go um i certainly thought gail was gonna go as well um, when she got shot. I mean, Plum and L nine lives with those two. They were like being it's shot. Almost beyond parody. Beyond her, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, especially when he goes back and he say, you know, you've got to shoot them in the head and you, you're you th- thinking, oh no, this is it. This is, this. I knew he was going to, he was going to die. Um, and I had that sense of foreboding and you do that thing in horror films where you don't do it, don't know, which they actually reference in the film of this is the part where you say, run away. Yeah. And don't look back. And I actually, actually, to jump forward a bit, I actually like that bit, where he said, look, we're just getting out of town. We're not staying here to fight. We're not gonna club up all together. Yep, we going. are going, and that yeah. is the end of that. I mean, the fact that they were going with, you know, one of the killers in the car, you know, <laughs> probably, probably wouldn't, wouldn't have worked yeah. in the long run. Um, but anyway, yes, I really, really found, and, and uh, Courtney Cox, I think it's one of her best roles. Um, obviously Monica's the big one but I really really like her as Gail whether she really feel she knows who Gail is and that idea of them you know meeting on the, the these films getting together getting divorced the fact that they have to come back together and they're talking about their relationship separate you feel there's so much truth yes. in their in their scenes
0: but I think they are I think they are still friends, yeah, in, yeah, yeah, real still life. friends in real life um, yeah. I now I've now realized why David Arquette looks as good as he does go on well you know what he's now Oh, he was doing, like,
1: wrestling, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah? Yeah.
0: Do you know the history of that?
1: I'm sure you've told me before, but go on, tell me again.
0: So, okay, so everyone else, just click off (laughs) now. Just fast forward about two minutes. So, in 2000, um, he was in a film called Ready to Rumble with Scott Kahn, which was a, like, promotional tie-in film with the World Championship Wrestling, which was, like, the big... Um, it was the rival
1: of Ooh, WCW. Yeah, they WCW. It, yeah. it was the
0: rival of WWF at the time. Bonus it was earned, points for me. Yeah, it was owned by Ted Turner. Well done. Yes, Thank but you. well done. Thank I'll you. Tap you on your, tap you on your leg. Um, so there were WW, WCW stars in it, and it was awful having seen it and sat through it. Um, and then, as a promotional tool, they put him in a couple of matches, and at one point, he won the WCW world title. Which is the historic bell that goes back to? You can trace the lineage of that back to the nineteen thirties. Um, you know, it's the title that Rick Floor Rick Flair wore in the seventies. Big Daddy. Uh, yeah. No, no, that's British <laughs> wrestling. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's the one that Hulk Hogan won when he went across the WCW. It, it's the one with all the history. It's the big gold belt that mm-hmm. if yeah, it, it and he didn't want to do it, but it was. Crash TV at that point, they wanted a rating, and it got them on the front page of USA Today, which is what they would, um, what they would point to as the justification for it. Unfortunately, it drove away all a lot of fans who just thought too much. He we can't have David Arquette being the world champion. Um, so I think he wanted to justify his himself because he took a lot of shit for it, um, in wrestling circles. And so in like the mid two thousands or mid teens.
1: What what do we call them? oh the twen- twenty the twenty tens
0: the, yeah the twenty tens yeah. the teenties, the tentees oh, yeah no. anyway I don't think we've got a name for that no, yet and, I yeah. don't think we ever should <laughs> okay he trained to become a wrestler and he like took part in really really horrible wrestling like wrestling with light tubes wrestling with thumbtacks. And that's what he went in for. It's like a very... Yeah, garbage wrestling, really, is what it's called. Sort of death matches and things like that. And they did a film about it called David Arquette Is Still Alive or something like that? I probably should look that up. (laughs) Uh, Which I've not seen and I really want to, but yeah... Um, so yeah, and that's why he looks so good, because he's bloody working out to um, <laughs> wrestle.
1: I was really pleased to see him look so well, because I know he's had some issues in the past.
0: Yeah, and I think it was, you cannot kill David Arquette, mm. that's the that's what it's called. <laughs> David
1: Arquette is still alive! <laughs> David
0: Arquette is still alive! <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, that's the sequel, you cannot, <laughs> you <laughs> you cannot kill him. Yeah.
1: Um, but no... Yeah, I think you needed someone to go. I mean, the, the other person who I really didn't want to go was that young lad, Wes. Because now I'm an old woman. I'm like, oh no, he's the nice one. He's like really nice and he's got his lovely mum and like she's taught him really well and she's coming to save him and then she's dead and then he's dead. I mean, that's not very fair, is it?
0: I'm just going to Google something. Right, why? Because there's a feature on these phones that I've never seen in real life. It might be an iPhone. Oh, yeah, it's iPhones who do maybe
1: i was gonna ask you about that so when <laughs> someone rings you in this film yes they it comes up with a you don't know this person they're not in your contacts but it could be someone yes else. how do they know that like is it someone do they have like a mobile phone register or something so, like yeah, that yeah, obviously,
0: obviously this is um it's on apple phones we both have androids because we're mm. cheap and i've got a Ongoing battle. I, I think I slacked off out iPhones quite a long time ago. You did, and, yeah. Um, to everyone. And now I. Can't, and now you
1: can't have one. I'm
0: very much in the Google system. Yeah, I've got I mean, Google we've got Google stuff all around the got, house. Um, so, yeah. We've got
1: Apple TV. <laughs> That'll
0: do. Yeah, but no, we haven't. We've got Apple TV Plus, but we watch it on a Google device. Oh, of
1: course we do. Yes. Of course we do. (laughs) Live in the gig.
0: Yeah. Uh, So, if the phone number is not in your address book for matches, it looks into your email to see anyone with that number sent you an email. If it finds the phone number associated with the contact from your email, it will show you maybe. I mean, a lot of people are sending a lot of uh, emails in this, but yeah, I don't think that's... Yeah. Yeah. But it's a useful
1: device, isn't it? Because... In, the, in other films you'd be thinking these people don't know each other at all. She's been away for five years. How does she know that this is the Amber girl ringing her? Or how yeah. does she know that it's one of the other, one of the other kids yeah. that she didn't probably even know that her sister was friends with five years mm. ago? Yeah, that sort yeah. of thing. Like. So yeah, it's a useful device.
0: Yeah. But yeah, overall, like <sighs> I don't know where I'd place it because I, I can't really remember mm-hmm. three and four. But it's not as good as Scream 1. It's probably not as good as Scream 2 in my mind, but it's a perfectly acceptable film. Um, even though at times it did just go a little bit too far for me.
1: I go 1, 2, 5, 3, 4 at the moment. That's my, my thing. But I haven't seen some of them for a long time but I don't remember 4 so really I'm just remember. guessing no but I, I would wa- okay so this is the way I'm thinking about it Scream 4 I wouldn't put on Scream 5, if Scream 5 was on a little bit in the way that when American Pie comes on ITV2 and we're halfway through it I will still find myself watching it all the way to the end 11 o'clock at night because I just enjoy being with the people and I enjoy the nostalgia and yeah. the music and I'd say the same the for 2 same. as well yeah yeah so yeah that's what i would yeah, yeah. same
0: for american Part two not american wedding and
1: let's say if scream 2 came on on itv2 at nine o'clock and i found i'd probably do the same with that so i don't think i would with three and i don't i certainly wouldn't with four so that's what i'm basing my sort of list on in terms of my nostalgia and my I you know watching it again i would definitely watch this film again because i'd like to pick up on all the references i'd also like to know where the mother is so you know (laughs) or other adults you know
0: you know you're saying this Mm. but i going back to the point i made earlier i in my mind i'm a far bigger fan of the american power franchises
1: oh okay yeah but yeah i I can
0: name jim i (laughs) can name finch kevin I, oh, do you want I, me to name I, it? I, I couldn't have named Kevin. Oh, really? I could really? Stifler's I, I, I could... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And Stifler. Stifler, yeah. yeah, of course. I couldn't name Michelle, is that... Yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah. Is that... Yeah. That's
1: so, um, Flute.
0: What's Tara Reid's character's name?
1: Oh, oh no. see, why are you giving me a quiz at this time of night? Because I'm, I'm trying to After establish, I'm thinking like... About Scream. I will remember it at some point, but I can't remember it now. And
0: what's um, Mina Savari's, Mina Savari's <laughs> character? Don't know what's oh, um is it
1: like, no it's not jessica or something like that yeah anyway
0: what's the guy who plays lacrosse with the thing <laughs> La- I, who sings yeah yes um chris Roll the in ball. Real, in real life chris chris something in real
1: life yeah what's his name he used to be engaged to katie from dawson's creek joey from dawson's creek
0: i i mean who I, then
1: married tom cruise there you go see i'm going around the houses now for you yeah so so yes you can like i'm yeah. saying
0: we don't know what their names are yeah. and that's even though i've seen these i've seen them films so even though i've seen them films far more times yeah. so yeah there's something about free about is, it was probably yeah. something about
1: the names yeah <laughs> like, yeah no, maybe so. yeah no gail weather's in american pie too yeah yeah um, yeah no you're right right let's bring this to a close let's
0: bring it yes yes let's um so so we've got a lot out at the minute
1: we have. We, we've been to the cinema much more than last year, funnily enough.
0: Well, you, are, you have. I maybe yeah, haven't. Yeah. But yeah, we've we've got our Matrix Resurrections. Spoiler. Re- spoiler. Review. We've got our Films of the Year and TV Shows of the Year out. And we also have our 100th Spectacular, which we haven't recorded yet. Um because I wanted to come we were supposed to record tonight but I wanted to do this first so we're going to record that tomorrow so I tell you it's going to be brilliant <laughs> although I can't guarantee it just yet it's it'll not probably it. be long yes because we've, we've, we've got
1: a lot to catch up on a lot to
0: catch up on so yeah.
1: yes um, that should be in your feed already yes so enjoy that long episode which is our
0: hundred spectacular and we really should do a date night sometime soon
1: so date night if you're a new listener is a feature where one of us picks a film for the other person And it's a film that the other person typically wouldn't want to watch. For example, one day at night, I picked Jaws 3D for Mark to watch.
0: For example, I picked Iron Man 3 for you.
1: Yeah, oh, three.
0: Which starred in a very small role.
1: Right. Who, what? What?
0: Tara from Scream Five.
1: Oh, is she? In... You know what? I saw. <laughs> this is this is my one line from the, this entire poster. I looked that up last night. I looked that up last night, and she's the president's daughter,
0: vice president's daughter. Oh, the vice president's who's daughter, who's yeah. suffering with a like an illness. Okay. If you remember, oh, and so I remember. spoilers oh, and for Iron Man Three, I, yeah. he's selling out the the country to I do remember that now. get her fixed by whatever the magic.
1: The magic stuff. Yes, the magic yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah it's the magic stuff. Yeah, that's how it's prepared stuff. in yeah, the film. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, gone off on a tangent. So yes, yes. We, we do have to do a date night soon. So lots of things coming. There's lots of things in the feed, and lots of things coming to the feed soon. Yeah. So enjoy. Thanks everyone for listening. You can follow us on social media at The Honeymoon Pod. We're on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also leave us a review. That would be wonderful. On iTunes. Not even called iTunes anymore. It's called Apple Podcasts, isn't Apple it? Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. And you can also leave us a star rating on Spotify. We haven't looked yet to see if we've had any star ratings. We said that we would give ourselves star ratings because, you know, we're, we're those people. So we need to look and see if we've got any others on I gave on us there. a star rating. Did you give us a star rating? Only four. Oh, oh i know right, i was thinking is it just like three <laughs> average <laughs> meh? but yeah we really really appreciate it if you could leave us a review it really helps people to find us and helps to spread the word about the podcast
0: even if you're just reviewing us to a friend we'll see you next
1: time bye